Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Dictionary of Moments podcast. My name is Jason Geary. Sit back, relax. Let's read some stories. Thank you to the Heartstrings Project for their beautiful theme music there. They have released a new single. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, other streaming services. Uh, Go, give it a listen. Just go in, search the Heartstrings Project and check out their ever-growing catalogue. I think there's an album coming out soon. You can also see them doing some live things if you follow them on Facebook. Uh, They often do little live shows in isolation. So check them out. They are wonderful. All right, three new stories for you this week. Let's get straight into it. Buffet, verb, especially of wind or waves. To strike repeatedly and violently. Buffett. He sat on the highest hilltop for miles. Rural pastures as far as the eye could see. Long grass fields dipped away from him, speckled with sheep and cows. The odd farmhouse and trees in lines along fences that met at right angles. He liked it here. It was peaceful even on days like this when the wind was gusting. In fact, he liked it more here when the wind was blowing like this. He knew why, too. He could see it coming up the hills. The gusts would bend the grass as they sped towards him. And when they hit, he was ready for them, prepared to be impacted by the force of it. He loved being buffeted, leaning into the wind, anticipating how much balance he could surrender to it. It was the only time in his life he felt prepared for impact. Everything else hit him hard from directions unknown, work, friends, relationships. Anything could strike at any moment from any direction and usually did when he least expected it. This hilltop was the only place he could find balance. When he distanced himself enough to see it all coming. A robbery. Heist. The security guard slid the window open without taking his eyes off the array of monitors in front of him. He spoke out the window. 
State your name and business and who you're here to see. There was a pause. The man outside the window swayed a little as he steadied himself. He said in a gruff voice, Good afternoon. Are we... He cleared his throat. I am here to see Mr... Uh, Honey. And uh, what is your business with Mr. Honey? We... uh, I would like to eat it. There was a slap sound from inside the man's jacket. No, I mean treat it. To treat it so it is uh, more delicious. The man swayed sideways again, almost toppling over. This imbalance caused the security guard to look at the man directly. Treat it? Are you here with the trade show? I'll check. What's your name? The security guard picked up the registered name list for the honey convention. No reply, so he asked again. Name? Uh, Humphrey? Another slap. Uh, is my father's name? Uh, my name is Bertram. Bertram. McNotterbear. The security guard looked at the man and clicked. It was no man at all. His heart swelled. He never thought in all his years of manning this tiny booth at the exhibition centre that he'd be the subject of a three-bear long-coat scheme. He was elated. He knew the right thing to do was to turn them away, but look at them. They'd put so much effort in. Learning to balance, to talk. He couldn't just bring himself to send them away. He looked down the list, turned the page, and then slowly down the second page. He looked up at the bear who was still swaying wildly. Um, I'm sorry, I can't seem to find your name here. Who did you say you worked for again? Uh, honey eat uh, treaters. I make honey taste real good. The bear drooled a little but didn't notice. It was adorable. Ah, okay, well, let me check again. That would be good. The security guard tried his best to hide his smile, but the cuteness of the events unfolding were getting the best of him. With a sly smile, he said, Oh, here you are, yes, Mr. McNotterbear. Hmm, sorry, I must have missed you the first time. I looked, I'll just need you to sign here so you can be on your way. What followed was a fast that was difficult not to love. The middle bear was providing the arms for the long coat. Its fur was a completely different colour, and it couldn't see a thing. It felt around for the pen and finally grabbed it. The pen was upside down, but the bear signed an X anyway. There you go. Have a nice day. Good afternoon. The bear tipped his hat at the security guard, and his heart melted. So cute. The security guard printed an ID sticker and handed it to the bear. You'll need to take the elevator to on the left to level four to get to the showroom. I mean, no, it's uh, fine. I will have no trouble eat uh, treating all of the delicious honey. Good afternoon. A giggle erupted from beneath the jacket. The other two bears were happy as they made their way, wobbling up the ramp towards the lift. The security guard watched them, his heart melting. If he was going to lose his job for this, at least he'd have a great story to tell.
Plug. Noun. A piece of solid material fitting tightly into a hole and blocking it up. Plug. The doctor told him not to touch it. It's very important you don't disturb it. If you do, you will deflate. If you just leave it alone, you'll be fine. He knew right then in that moment that he wouldn't be. It had been three weeks and every single day had been a battle not to touch it. He stood in front of the mirror, shirt off, looking at the plug that had grown out of his midsection. He had googled plug in midsection and all he'd gotten was results for losing weight. Nothing for an actual plug, like the ones you find on a beach ball. It was growing out of him. The doctor didn't seem shocked or surprised. He just said, leave it alone. He knew he wouldn't be able to. So why not pull it out sooner rather than later? It was going to cause him as much pain to know it was there and not touch it as it would to deflate completely. He reached across his body with his right hand and pulled at the plug. Air started escaping quickly and he felt his left leg begin to give way. In a panic, he felt the urge to put the plug back in. But as he felt the pressure release, he realised it was exactly what he wanted. He watched in the mirror as his body began to deflate and dip to the floor. It wasn't painful, as he had feared. He actually felt a sense of relief as the pressure he'd been maintaining inside escaped out of his side. His legs bent and his chest sunk into itself and soon he saw his face begin to collapse. He felt himself sink to the floor. After his ear hit his shoulder, he blacked out. 45 minutes later, every ounce of air that could have been pushed out of him was. His skin laid crumpled onto itself on the bathroom floor, ready for whoever was unfortunate enough to find him, to find him. The Dictionary of Moments this week is a day late uh, because, you know, it's been days have been blurring into each other and it got away from me over the weekend. So uh, I do apologize for this episode being a day late. Uh, do check out the Patreon. You can support this podcast via Patreon. You can subscribe five, ten, or fifteen dollars a month. It is greatly appreciated. And thank you so very much to all the patrons who are subscribing already. Uh, you can also support this podcast uh, by telling a friend about it. If you enjoy these stories, uh, please tell a friend, share it amongst your friends. That would be wonderful. Uh, I will talk to you again next week. Okay, bye. Uh, good luck. Stay safe in there. Follow you blindly, my eyes.